Welcome to Beggars at the Gate. We aim to bring the good news of Jesus Christ and his work from a Reformed Baptist perspective in a Utah context. My name is Darren Caldwell, and I'm one of the pastors of Covenant Grace Church in Syracuse, Utah. And my name is Ben Hike. I'm the other pastor at Covenant Grace Church. The, what are we talking about today? The other pastor. The, <laughs> the other pastor. We are pastor. continuing our series on the Ten Commandments. We've covered uh, the intro, the first and the second now. Yep. Um, where we've presumably lost all of our listenership. Yes, we after, went uh, after the sacred con- cow of... We did. We definitely hit... Uh, our generation. Yes. As well as this generation. Yes. Who love the chosen and the... If, if this is the first the one that you're listening to as we get into the third commandment today, yeah. and you're wondering what on earth we're talking to, go back and listen to go the second and one. And, uh, we're plugging our own stuff. Right? <laughs> and so uh, tell us uh, if you think we were... Uh, Completely crazy it's for true. our takes, or just yep. get mad at it. That's yep. okay. Yeah, it's okay. Go ahead. Um, as long as we didn't bind anybody's consciences nope. where the law does not. That's right. Which is what we talk about here. So, before we get to that, though, um, Ben, I I have to tell you, I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> in in what area? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we were finally able to plan. The members meeting, yes, which should oh. have taken place before this drops. Yep, yep. The twentieth of January. We've also done some other planning throughout the year for our teaching series. Yes, and I don't know if uh, you know astute members of Covenant Grace have picked up on the fact that we are having a Sunday night class on the fourth, and then the eighteenth, and we skipped the eleventh, and we skipped the eleventh because we know. Um, whether it's right or wrong, <laughs> uh, there will be a distinct lack of people. Yes, or uh, lack of attention lack by of the attenders <laughs> <laughs> on the eleventh because yes. of a certain uh, yeah. you know national pastime yes. that will be happening. Yes, indeed. But yet we planned our members meeting on the week of the conference finals. We did. We did. And God can even use my lack of faith and show me that he loves me despite of me <laughs> because they are the late game. They're not the first game. They are the late game. Now, for those who don't know, he's talking about the Lions. Yeah, Lions. The Detroit Lions. Who are atrocious. Were atrocious. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the Lions, along with the Packers and a few other teams, are the original like yeah, NFL. Right, right, right. Like back in the day. Bears. We, yeah. yeah. We're talking like the Ice Bulls with right. – you know, Lombardi, Lombardi and all that of the Packers. Correct. The Lions existed at the same time. We have never won a Super Bowl. In fact, this is only the second time ever that you guys have made the conference finals. Yeah. And notice, so, like, again, by the time you're listening to this. You'll know what happened. They're either uh, yeah. going going I, to Cancun or they're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. It's either I'm happy or Carter is happy. Yes, they are playing the 49ers. Or sad, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know the the uh, Chris Collinsworth. He is, thankfully there are no more games being hosted by NBC because Chris Collinsworth, along with Kirk Herbstreit, are the worst commentators to listen to because they are homeboy for whatever team I'm rooting against. You know. So Troy Aikman must have hung it up. He must have. Yeah. Because I don't think he's on anything anymore. I don't know. Because if we're saying that no, Chris Collinsworth with... is the worst. <laughs> No, there there are a few other people true. that yeah, uh, that's true. Um, but he said on Sunday, he said, uh, you know, the Bucks and the Lions, 
they have they have been really bad. <laughs> and I wanted to say, do you remember two years ago when they had the greatest quarterback in NFL history? You can't say that they have been like, yes, every team has been bad. Right. They have been good recently. Like they've been really good recently. Right. Lions have been bad forever. Right. Outside of the last 20 games in their history or 22 games in their history, they've been atrocious. Right. Since Barry Sanders. Atrocious. And even with Barry Sanders, they're putting up five win seasons. Yeah, yeah. But that was the last time they went to the playoffs. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, best running back in history retires well before his time. And Man. You guys have had, it's really funny. You guys We've have had, had two of the best position players to retire early yeah. and disappoint us all. And then you traded away the the most beloved quarterback in franchise history, and he goes and wins the Super Bowl with somebody else. <laughs> now we don't care because we beat him. Uh, but that pales in comparison to what we talk about today. Yes. Which is the third commandment, which is why the the one listener left uh, is is tuning in. Again. Yeah, we want to really like some people don't like banter. But football banter is a yeah, different kind of banter. Especially the ones that listen to theological podcasts. Right. Yeah. Let's hurry up. If okay. you're still here, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> if you fast forwarded, we don't blame you. Not at all. That's good. Not at all. And we're not going to put time marks in it. That's yeah. too much time. No, no, but, no. Uh, no. So the third commandment says, Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. When we see that on the surface, I guess, as I have tried to look back and I think about how in my life and maybe how I was taught, like we tried to lower the expectations of the law. What essentially is that like right out of the gate? What is that forbidding? Oh, I was very uh, zealous to keep this commandment yeah. as a kid. Um, I, I would make sure to correct my friends if they said, oh, my. And then right. use the Lord's name. The Lord's name. Uh, I'd say, you've used the Lord's name right. in vain. Don't say that. Right, right. Um, I was more zealous because we couldn't say substitutions for that. Uh, so you, you went even further than Yeah, me. my faith is strong. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not in the lions, but yeah. in the Lord. So is the, is the commandment forbidding that? Absolutely. Yes. Is. If we take yes. the name that God has called himself by, whether that's... God, Yahweh, Ad, like yeah, the, right. the Hebrew terms for it, the name of Jesus, the yep. Holy Spirit, any of those names that he has uh, given himself in right. the word, right. even the generic, what, what could be considered generic, right. Uh, right. and use that as essentially an oath or a curse or just an exclamation, an exclamation about yep. something that does not pertain to who God is and what God yep. has done, um, then yes, we have violated this command. Yeah. But for sake of this not being the shortest podcast we've ever recorded, it doesn't simply stop there. No. Right. Why? Well, there's the why. Yeah. And what does that mean? Right. Why is it for, you know, this is a, this is a heavy command. Mm -hmm. If you take the Lord's name in vain, the Lord will not hold him guiltless. You look through the stories of the Old Testament um, and there is a, there are stories of, People using, we just preached through it in Matthew, mm. where Jesus says, takes upon himself the title, the Son of Man, coming, you know, seated and uh, enthroned in heaven, coming with the clouds of, of heaven, uh, come, uh, clouds of power. And what do the, the priests do? Now, of mm. course, they were um, 
faithless and, and right. wicked and, and all the things that they did. But they said blasphemy. Yeah. He took a divine title and he applied it to himself. Yeah. Um, while they were planning his murder. While they were, yeah. <laughs> while they were committing, you know, all the, violating all the other commandments, yet they were very concerned about that one. <laughs> yes, they were. Um, so what is this, uh, let's talk with what it requires. What is, what is on a, in a positive sense, what are we supposed to do with this commandment? So the third commandment, according to question 59 of the Baptist Catechism, requires the holy and reverent use of, of God's names, titles, attributes, ordinances, word, and works. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. So, a reverent use of who God is. Yep. Be reverent with God. Don't be flippant. We, listen, Darren and I, get, you, we get together and we joke about a lot of things, yep. right? Driving, the lion's. You know, all these things. I'll poke at USC, you know, uh, not the band, of course. That's very good. That's sacred <laughs> to your father, who maybe is listening. Um, we'll joke about a lot of things. We don't joke. We are very careful not to joke about things that are sacred, Absolutely. about things of God. Right. Right. Th th that's off limits. That yeah. There is a line there where we, we ought not jest or trivialize God. Right. Like, for instance, we used the we talked about how God is a jealous God. Mm -hmm. And in fact, in other places of scripture, he calls himself the jealous God. He, yeah. he takes it to himself essentially as his own name uh, and a title. And if we were to look at that and treat that flippantly, oh, yeah, well, God is just jealous. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and we used it in the way that we use jealousy and attributed that to God. We've taken something that is essential to who God is mm -hmm. and made it a joke, right. made it a punchline, or made it a way to mock right. uh, the living God. Yeah, right. Um, but it's not in just our words. Right. Right. When God talks about implanting himself in us, we have taken his name. He has adopted us. We are his. Mm -hmm. Essentially, when I with my life don't represent God the way he is, right? When I am, you know, unfaithful to my wife, when I am um, angry, when mm -hmm. I am hypocritical in any way, right? This is the name of God and here is his character and I am not aligned with that. Right. I break this commandment because I bear his name. Yeah. I trivialize the commands of God, the character of God, who God is. Right. You know, I, we, we were joking about how bad Utah drivers can be in the last episode. That's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is as serious as it gets. There are times, because I've got a bumper sticker or a window sticker <laughs> on my car that says Covenant Grace Church. <laughs> there are times when I have been frustrated with the driver in front of me or I've zipped around somebody or I've done something that uh, was perhaps, uh, not perhaps, it was, uh, foolish uh, in my driving and I get in front of that person yeah. that I was and staring them in the face yep and then I get in front and I think what's on the back of the car <laughs> this and is why I didn't put a bumper sticker I, I, you were car. very wise you were very wise to do so <laughs> because when I look at that uh, and again we, it's, we kind of laugh about it but it that person mm -hmm. is going to look at the fact that I've got my church's name our yeah. church's name on the back of our car 
I've now represented our church in a way that is less than holy. Right. That is less than good. It's a poor representation of who God is. Another way I think we we, uh, violate this command is, you know, think about in Numbers 6, the priest is giving, it puts a blessing on the people. Mm. And God says, and so I have put my name name. upon them. Mm. The church is the very bride of Christ Mm -hmm. that he dwells with his we have, a, a, in fact, a, a deeper union with him than the physical nation of Israel, unless they themselves as individuals had faith. We are united to Christ. His name is on us. In fact, it's in, indeed in us yeah. because of the Spirit. When we look around at the churches around us, say there's some churches that we disagree with, and we mock them yeah. or speak lower yeah. of them or we think, Agreed. We're the, we're the better church. We're the cooler church. We're the more biblical church. And, and there might be reasons why we do things the way that we do, and we have even serious disagreements. Sure. But if that is a true gospel-preaching church that is called by the name of Christ, and we treat it flippantly or speak lowly of it, we, have, we are violating this command. That is mm-hmm. the bride of Christ. He doesn't take that lightly. Yep. And as pastors... You know, it uses that word in there, this holy and reverent use of the ordinances, right? Mm. We ought not to use baptism in a flippant way. Right. Right. Spontaneous baptisms, I, I think, is is a way in, in the area of baptism that is something where maybe we're not using it as reverently as we ought. Or if yeah. a pastor gets up and is like, yeah, we're going to have grape Fanta and we're going to have muffins or, you know, whatever. Like, I think that's an irreverent use or like if you're at home, just gather up whatever you have in the fridge. If you don't have any bread, use potato chips or, you know, whatever. Like, right. I think there, there are ways that we break this commandment, even in the ordinances. And we need to be very careful in how we do that and reverent in how we do that. Absolutely. Baptism is a putting of the name of Christ on a person. Mm. This person is called by my name. Uh, the Lord's Supper, we are partaking of the body and, and blood of Christ. Yeah. If that's not uh, of his name, you know, yeah, absolutely. And that yeah. it's, it's why we ought to be very, regardless of the conclusions we come to about certain aspects of baptism and, and the Lord's Supper, um, it ought to be a very uh, solemn yes. study and practice yeah. when we come to those things. Yeah. Um, so it's not only what we ought to do, right? We're, we're forbidden from certain things, from profaning, abusing of anything whereby God makes himself known. Yeah. My mother is so wonderful. And I, on Sunday, I thought of her as mm. the, everybody tries to gather the chairs really quick and put them, put them away, which is awesome. They're serving the church and it's great. But someone had taken my Bible off of the chair and put it on the on the floor next to my bag. And I I remember my mom, even when she puts it in her bag or stacks books, Mm -hmm. she will never put a book on top of the Bible. Yep. She would never put it on the floor. Like, again, I'm not saying that everybody needs to take this, but I I remember the the physical pages aren't as sacred as the word. Right. And how reverently my mother, even in the physical Bible that she carried. She was very reverent with it and very respectful of it. And, and that was a, that was a testament to me as a child. 
you know, yeah. and it, it sticks to me to this day. I saw it and I was like, ah, I went and I picked it up and put it in my bag. You right. know? Like, <laughs> um, but we, we do need to be reverent. This is how God has made himself known to us. Yeah. It does bring up, though, there, there are ways in which we apply this that we take as essentially a violation of the third commandment that really aren't. Um, for instance, you know, I remember as a kid uh, being <laughs> uh, brought to my parents because of the way in which I treated one of the rooms mm. in the building mm. of the church. This is God's house, Darren. Right. And I think, <laughs> and we tend to have, and maybe we don't like grab the kid by the hand sure. and take him to their parents, but sure. there's, the heart is certainly Not there. anymore. No. <laughs> um, where we will come and we'll look at something that is happening to the physical place in yeah. which the body meets. And we will treat that as though that is profaning the name of the Lord. Yeah. And in, in doing that, I think we've actually violated the third <laughs> commandment. Yeah. Because... While it is, I, we ought to take good care sure. of the places Stewardship. and things that God yep. has given us, um, especially like in a, we rent. You know, yeah. we ought to take really good yeah. care because the owner of that building yeah. will take the way we treat that Absolutely. and will apply it to yep. who we are as Christians. Yep. We're very sensitive to the building that we rent. This right. is not ours. We need to represent and to her this is not some veiled like <laughs> i saw something i said no this is not that in i any hope way. you're listening Tom. <laughs> right. Gosh. oh man oh so but it's the body of yeah, believers right. that is ultimately to be held in high regard mm-hmm. when we you know treat one another poorly yeah. when we gossip against one another when we fail to forgive one another we're violating the second table that we're to love one another as, yeah. as we have been loved uh, and as we love ourselves. But we're also violating the first because we're taking the person in whom God has placed his name and, and not honoring that person. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the reasons why Paul says to not rebuke an older man, but to mm-hmm. exhort him or encourage him as, yeah. a, as a father. Yeah. You know, same with an older mother, as a, to older woman as to a mother. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not to treat one another like as lesser than. Yeah. The, the same spirit dwells in all of us. We are united to one another. We ought to treat one another right. respectfully. Right. And, and this comes with a very serious thing, right? The Lord will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. Yeah. The, the reason behind this seriousness like the the Orthodox Catechism says this, or the Baptist Catechism, the Lord our God will not suffer them to escape his righteous judgment. For those people who break this command, they will not escape that judgment. Yeah. So it's a it's it's a sobering sobering command that we wear the name of Christ. The words we say um, need to reflect accurately who God is not flippantly um, and our our lives should represent our God but and we'll go back this is not this is in an in, introduction on the Ten Commandments this is not for us to look to the commands mm-hmm. for the power to do these things yeah right Okay, it says, the command says this, so I, I just need to buckle down and do this. No, the gospel empowers us to do this. Yeah. And when we do break this, right, when I sin against someone or I am irreverent 
I need to, I, I, I can repent and I know that forgiveness is there, right? That the law is there to guide us, to yeah. show us a rule of life, but it is not there to empower us to keep the law. Right. It is there to drive us to God and our need and our dependence on God and our need for mercy and our need for grace. Yeah. Um, that, that is what the, the, the commands are to drive us to. And that, you know, whether it's with the second commandment or with this commandment, when we come to this, what we should be doing humbly, um, and I say this, that this is something I need to do. It's not just, it's so easy to throw words out without being, yeah. the, without feeling the conviction of them. Um, we ought to be coming to this and saying, Lord, help me to feel, sense, know mm the sinfulness of how, whether it's like the second commandment, how I've depicted you, whether it's in my yeah, mind or right. in any other way. Um, and the third commandment, how I have laughed at, even, I think one of the, I don't know if it says it in one of the catechisms, but we're not even to suffer others to mm. abuse the name of our Lord. And how easy, how how easy is it for us to, Oh, well, I would never say that, but I'll laugh along <laughs> with the one who does. Right. When you're, you're talking about the name of my God, mm-hmm. and if my God is to me as important as I say he is, yeah. you know, if somebody were to come along and start making off-color jokes about my wife or my kids. It's over. Be thrown down. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I agree. No, like the conversation's yep. over. You're not going to talk about right. my family that way. Right. But we don't think of it that way toward God because yeah. and, the, and the reality is because we we have a fear of man right like well if I do that they're gonna sure. think I'm weird because mm-hmm. everybody does this right um, rather than a fear of God mm-hmm. and and we should be more willing to lose even relationships or friendships over um, over the name of our Lord but we need to be praying for ourselves that we would treat this treat his name as holy and and not suffer it to be in our own hearts first and foremost yeah um taken lightly right in the name of the lord to be taken lightly, or, and that would include using things like well we gotta we gotta be all uh, so this is something I, I told the kids on the way to church yesterday uh we're recording this on a monday um as we went to church it was a less than ideal morning for all of us. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Um, there was a somberness to your children walking in. <laughs> I did not tell them to do that, but that was certainly the attitude as we came in. Um, but one of the things that I told them is, okay, we've all had a hard morning. We've all sinned. Every one of us, dad included, yeah. have all sinned against God this morning. Hmm. What we aren't supposed to do is walk into church I pretend that everything's great and we're the perfect Christian family yeah. and I'm the perfect pastor. Kayla's yeah. the perfect pastor's wife and have this veneer uh, of respectability sure. about us. No, we're going to church because we need grace. Mm-hmm. Look at how we've just sinned against one another. We need grace yeah. for this. We we break this commandment when we try to uphold our reputations yeah. as more. We're yeah. going to boast in ourselves rather than boast in the cross. Right. And, and what, and we need the gospel, mm. you know, for the second commandment, for the first commandment, for the third commandment, I have 
broken the law of God. I have taken the name of the Lord in vain. And what the, the law commanded, the punishment, not only eternally, uh, as God says here in Exodus 27, um, but if you, were to, if you violated the name of the Lord in Israel, you were to be stoned. Yeah. It was immediate death. That's why they trumped up that charge against Jesus, so that they could kill him. Um, we deserve to die yep. because of the way we've treated the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But Jesus took that punishment yeah, for us. Praise God for that. You know, we need the gospel, and I think that's a very fitting end of our, our need for God, our need for forgiveness. And as believers, we have it. Yeah. We have an assurance of pardon. So if you want more information about Covenant Grace or anything else that we've talked about on this podcast, You can find us at Facebook or Instagram at Covenant Grace Utah or online at CovenantGraceUtah.org. Thanks for listening. From beggars to beggars for the people.